Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Chat Footy Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, I'm very good friend, he's Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chat Footy, where we are going to talk about the Qatar 2022 World Cup. And we're going to talk about the first two quarterfinals, Chris, because quite frankly, I couldn't not talk about these two with you. So, <laughs> I, I mean, we did a little preview yesterday, didn't we? And I, I had to listen back because I, I did kind of fancy Croatia to maybe cause an upset. But I went back and I, I said, I did praise Croatia. I said they're always underestimated. Um, but, you know, I kind of, I did say, oh, yeah, Brazil will get through. But guess what? Spoiler alert, they didn't. What, what do you reckon to that game? You know what? I just kept thinking of you all the way through, thinking every time Modric's got the ball, I thought, fucking day's on to something again here. Because Brazil, once, Bra- listen, Croatia were the first proper team Brazil have faced in this tournament, Dave, yeah. who, have, who were on their level. Yes, Croatia don't have a striker. That's going to be a crux for them in the semi finals, without a doubt, because. They're very workmanlike, unless they grind it out. They might be one mm. of them teams that just grind everything out to get to the final. Uh, they've done that before. But yeah, very well-drilled, well-disciplined. I thought Brazil were terrible. I didn't see anything that we'd seen in the qualifying rounds. And I think someone showed that thing keen when he was taking the piss out of them, going, yeah, just dance around and stuff. You know, in, in, a week later, they're out. You know, it's like, it was just... Look, it was the look of the draw with the penalties. However, when they scored... Um, Neymar I was actually out I was getting a takeaway Friday night takeaway and I heard um, on the radio in the takeaway and he's like he's just scored and I didn't think mm. anyone was going to score but it's going to penalties so when I came back in Jordan's like they've just scored and I was like oh fucking hell. Uh, you know Croatia literally at the death I was like oh my god so I missed that so I watched the penalties and me and Sam were planning like to watch <laughs> Christmas movies so we got a quick one, one hour 20 Christmas movie in but that game in between the, the RG Netherlands. But that game, I was like, I don't think they deserved anything, Brazil. I thought Croatia were just no. the more professional team. They defended it well. There was just one bit of brilliance between Neymar and that. And I don't like Neymar, but it was a great goal. And then the penalties was a fair result. And it was just a toss-up then. And again, I mean, that keeper for Croatia. Jesus, oh, Dave. It's not bad, is he? He said about six penalties. <laughs> yeah, very, very... And, and the more scrutinised now the keepers because they can't move now, which is ridiculous until they've actually mm. kicked it. So fair play to them. And I, I do, I, I, I do think, though, Dave, some of these penalties. Why is someone just not coming up and absolutely twatting it in the top corner or something? It's they, when they save them, I always go, "Why have you just done that? That looks like a shit penalty." You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's weird, isn't it? I think the uh, you're right. I mean, the, there's almost been these like specialist penalty take uh, goalkeepers now isn't there because I mean Allison, I think he's one of the world's best I, I do have my Liverpool specs on that you know so I'm probably biased but he's been amazing for us however usually when we've ended up in a penalty shootout it's been Kelleher it's been our backup keeper and he's a bit of a penalty fucking demon um whereas here you know the croatia keeper but we've had the other keepers as well be be great i mean we'll talk about the other matches as well but um yeah i i must admit chris with the whole dancing thing and i tell you what i i was kind of on croatia's side i, I generally do root for the underdog uh which is kind of why the way i'm wired but um <laughs> like at half time 
the way the BBC commentary team were going on about it, you'd think that Croatia were just happy to be there. And it's just like, oh, they're defending with this low block. And, you know, it, it sounded like they were offering nothing to the game. And it was just irritating me more and more. It's like, oh, but Brazil are great, aren't they? You know, oh, it's lovely to see them when they when they do the, the dancing and everything. It's like, fuck off. A bunch of arrogant pricks. Honestly, Chris, I was delighted when they went out on penalties, I have to say. Because this crop of players, even though, like I say, there's a couple of Liverpool players in there. There's, there's Bobby Firmino who's played there for years as well. Love those players. But there's some in this squad, like Neymar, did absolutely fuck all for the whole game. And Jermaine Jenners is like, yeah, he's, he's done nothing. You know, he's been rubbish this game. Scores, and then he's like, and that's why you can't take him off. <laughs> it's like such a retrospective comment. But um, no, I just think there's such an arrogance. And I tell you what, going it, I, I thought Croatia offered a lot more because it's the same that we said with Spain against Morocco. You know, when Morocco had the ball, you know, they attacked, counter-attacked with purpose. And I felt like Croatia were doing the same. That right back, I can't remember his name now, but Christ, he, he looks like a player. And so... I just felt like Croatia were offering a lot more. You know, they were kind of like, you know, they were clearly the inferior side. But it's not like, this. if you're listening just to the commentary, you'd be thinking like, it was, I don't know, Man City at their prime against Wrexham or something. You know, it was just, I found it really disrespectful the way they were going on about Croatia. So yeah, at the start of it, I was rooting for Croatia. But as it went on, I was getting more and more into their corner. And yeah, like I say, by the end of it, absolutely delighted with the result. Yeah, me too. Me too, Dave. Just Brazil, you know, obviously the original Ronaldo, they won it 98, which I think was the last time they've won it, 24 years ago. They looked good. They did look good in spades. But again, a lot of individuals and stuff for me. And technically probably better than most of the teams that were, mm. as a team I'm not just saying because obviously Messi and stuff you know technically he's a great player but yeah I'm with you I, I, I thought the better team won deserved to win and I was happy because I, I don't just think Brazil is I fucking don't like Argentina Dave so it's just mm. slightly going on to the other game what a, that referee is, and I've seen him loads of times champion he's fucking shit that referee yeah absolutely terrible and I didn't even twig him. One of my nephews put in one of our WhatsApp groups. He said to me, "When he goes, they get away with murder because they speak Spanish. He's a Spanish ref, right? Right. So, so they were getting away with it. But some of the when that guy twatted the ball into the fucking bench and it went off at the end, it was like you're a cop. Like the ref would just had no control over everyone. And I've he'd lost you know it, hadn't saying? he? Yeah, he'd lost it. And you know, you said about arrogance, Dave. I've never liked mm. Messi. You know, I can I can he's respect him. He? Like he's a, a he's a wanker. Dick. He's a, I've just seen a, a video there of him having a go at one of the Dutch players uh, off camera. I'm not, I don't know the context of it. the Dutch player could have been being a cock to Messi. I don't know, but he's like five foot nothing. And he's off in the, the guy's about six foot seven. Whoever did that, what finger horse, whatever he's called, who plays up front, and he's having a pop at him in an interview. And I'm just like, 
I have no context to that, so I could be wrong. It might be the Dutch player's phone, but just what he's just such a good player, but he's an arrogant wanker, and I want him to get beat, Argentina. I know I've yeah. got like Martinez. He's saying he had a good game again, and he did have a good game, but it's just fucking shit. And I, I just hate the way the BBC are just absolutely creaming Brazil and Argentina, David. Fucking annoys me so much. They're a good team, Argentina, but they're not amazing. They've been beaten once. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. by Saudi Arabia. <laughs> exactly. I mean, look, in the final, like if, if if England are lucky enough to get to the final, we've got France to go through first. Then it'll be a hell of a game. But yeah, I just I cannot stand Messi. I really can't. And it's not because of my Ronaldo bias, because Ronaldo's not on my Christmas card list at the moment either. But I just. He's such an arrogant wanker. However, he backs it up. He's an amazing player, Messi. He can pull stuff out the bag, but he's just playing to the crowd. And that penalty was like, you ego, fucking maniac. Mm. You're as bad as Ronaldo for your ego. Yeah, I think you can respect the player and not like the person. Yeah. Uh, he came out, didn't he, after and said something like, oh, I heard the Dutch were a great football inside, but all they did was put two big people up front. You know, that's all they did. Well, I'm yeah. sorry, but that fucking equaliser right on the end, <laughs> that uh, took absolute balls of steel, didn't it? You know, I, I was expecting, yeah. you know, Gapco to just stick it in the stands. I'm like, yeah, this this is the last chance of the game. It's all over. And then just to roll it in like that, and the guy, great, great finish. And at that point, you're thinking, well, because it happened so late, the momentum's with the Dutch, but Chris, if, if there are if there are three teams, right, who are shit at penalties, it's England, Spain, and the Netherlands. <laughs> All just shit at penalties. <laughs> I, I actually think England are slightly better. We've won a couple in recent years, haven't we? But I say yeah. recent years, like '96 against the Spanish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, not that recent. Um, but yeah, I, I just think Messi's a dick. Uh, but. You know, they, you can't argue with the team. And did you see? There's there's a great picture where, as the, I mean, straight from the off, you could see which way the penalties were going to go, and then the Dutch are obviously distraught, but all the Argentinian players are like looking at the Dutch and like they're such sore winners, aren't they? Just yeah. absolute knobheads. They're, they're like the Atletico Madrid of international football. And so, yeah, I'd, I'd quite like to see them get beat now. I, I, I don't know. Fuck Messi. Um, I, you know, I just, I just want to see him get beat. But I did like the drama. And like I say, when that equaliser went in, I was like, oh, going to have another penalty shootout. Because, Chris, maybe not when England are in it. I fucking love penalty shootouts, mate. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> love, I love, you know what I do love, Dave? I've got to give him credit. I love that camera angle from behind the player. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, you watch penalties and the normal view from the side, you can usually tell when someone's going to miss because the goals look fucking tiny, don't you? The yeah. keeper looks huge. I mean, that Dutch keeper's six for eight and he, he didn't even yeah. get to any, really. So, uh, he, he's huge, guy, but yeah... The, the, from that angle, it looks great. It looks an even fucking battle, doesn't it, as a penalty shootout? Yeah. yeah, I'm very impressed. I know that's not the first time it's been used, but it, it's really stuck out this tournament. Like, yeah, I, I like that. But, I mean, Dave, what do you think about today? I know we've reviewed this and we talked about it yesterday. I think England have got a chance now, you know. I really do. I, I think they could, they could do France here. I'm not being delusional because I'm not a massive England fan like I used to be, but I, I, I really think they could go all the way here. I think they've got a chance. 
I mean, I, I think the danger is you make it all about Mbappe and forget about all the other great players that they've got. Yes. I mean, I know yeah. they're missing Benzema and, you know, Pogba. It, all right, he was shit at United, but he is good at for France, isn't he? Kante, these are big misses. But for years now, France has just had this conveyor belt. Actually, you know, supplemented by some of the African players, you know, like Zidane, like Desai, like all these other yeah. players as well. But but they have these great players to bring in. So I think we've got a chance. I would say out of 10 times, you would expect France will win six to seven out of those 10. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's not like England are going in this thinking they're going to get completely wiped the floor with. But... I remember, was it 98 when they beat us in the group stage when fucking Gerrard played that silly fucking back pass and then, you know, they beat us 2-1, I think it was. Either 2-1 or 2-0. Um, Zidane scored at the penalty after throwing up, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, So, yeah, I kind of feel like it's going to be a little bit like that where, you know, we've got some great players. I mean, you look at Bellingham and Foden. Pe- people are talking now. They're, they're changing the narrative. They're talking about this, uh, you know, this youthful English side. It's like, okay, you've got Bellingham and Foden. Absolutely brilliant. But Kane's no spring chicken. You've got Henderson in there as well. You've got Stones and Maguire. Pickford's Kyle Walker's 30 30. fucking Trippier he's like 33 or something so I think people are are basically looking at those two players and deciding we've got this youthful squad (laughs) but those two (laughs) players will hopefully be you know for the next 10 years really prominent for England Um, yeah I, I think you know we have got that shot and it just all has to click into gear I think so when when France are on the attack, you know, get close to Mbappe. Don't fucking give him any space. Take a yellow card each or something. You know, get these niggly little fouls in. And so, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a fucking cracker, though. It's, it's going to be... I, I don't know which way it's going to go. I've just got a feeling in my bones it's going to be one of those proper iconic moments. And I tell you what, Chris, there is nothing I would love more. Obviously, we it's a massive hurdle to get through France first, but if we met Argentina in the final and won by some fucking dodgy VAR call or something like that, you know, that was really, (laughs) yeah, like Tonka (laughs) flying through the air, handball, you know, something that is really debatable. Honestly, Chris, the, the ghost goal, that Jose Mourinho always goes on about from 2005 when he said it it didn't cross the line. Honestly, I dine out on that so much. It's music to my ears. Whenever I hear someone go on about it again, it's like, oh, it's so good because Chelsea was so, so good then. And it's so debatable whether it crossed the line. Look at the Jeff Hurst thing as well. You know, did that yeah. one really cross the line? Um, I personally don't think it did, but... Um, <laughs> who cares he's so brilliant <laughs> so you know the fact that we would be on course if we 
could just get past France and then just get past the winner of Portugal or Morocco. Um, I, I, I'm starting to believe a little bit, Chris. But obviously, we'll speak tomorrow, and I will probably be uh, distraught. Be we'll be depressed. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking hell. Why did Southgate play like that? So, yeah. yeah. Let's see. I'm, Let's I'm excited so. for it, though, Chris. I've got, I've got my England 1990 shirt ready. I'll be properly, like, fucking in there by the time we kick off yeah me too and doesn't help when you're taking your wife on a Christmas do Dave like a knobhead and it's the same time the England <laughs> game starts but let's not talk about that so oh, ridiculous. I'm going to miss half radio, an hour though. They, 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 yeah you know, no, it's never the same have, yeah you can have it only in the car but I, I just it, it's like getting all excited it's like yeah, yeah oh, no, you know, Foden's got it he's just coming out of the centre circle <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not the same, is it? Yeah, yeah. No, no, good stuff, mate. So we will see tomorrow, mate. If you want to email us, guys, at, uh, at no, if you want to email us, chatfootypodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on social media, at chatfooty. So, Mr. Horrocks, thank you again today. We will reconvene, whether it's win, lose, or draw tomorrow, and uh, we'll see what happens. Cheers, mate. Speak to you next time. Bye.